0: Gaming Uncensored is brought to you by Colonel Duff. Duff, helping a random handicapped guy in the middle of nowhere. Only on Gaming Uncensored.
1: thousand miles of barren wasteland
0: two men mysteriously linked by alien technology on a podcasting mission to boldly deliver video game news and views directly to your brain this is gaming uncensored
1: Your Gaming Uncensored guides, the dynamic duo, the video game gurus, yeah, okay. a man on wheels, and a yeti with a
0: modem, Jamie and Tommy! Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, how you doing? My name is Jamie Jordan, and this is a brand new episode of Gaming Uncensored. I just did it again! I was thinking morning! <laughs> 15 seconds, I was thinking it's morning, it's Monday morning, I have to open, i up, I just screwed it up again, we are way out of practice, it is Monday morning, we are here, Tommy is sitting over there, I actually can't believe this is happening. I know um, it's
1: it's wild that we're here two weeks in a row. Yeah, uh, just just remarkable. So uh, yeah, we, we've already had one technical glitch. So the uh, uh, knock on wood, we're here for for the duration of the show. Yeah, we're here right now. Yeah, that's what matters.
0: That, that's a good. thing. I didn't even know what to do. That we're here the second Monday in a row. <laughs> no. You said regularly, and I was like, yeah, I don't believe that. <laughs> that's not gonna work. But here we are, two weeks in a row. Here like, we
1: are. Two weeks in a row. I can't promise three re- weeks in a row, but that's the goal. We're, yeah. we're, we're we're on our way.
0: We're working, man. If we get back to <laughs> if we get back to a weekly, like that's gonna that's gonna change our lives. And yes, and I got to tell you, us doing weekly, yeah, uh, uh, the idea of us doing weekly has had me working this week uh, because I'm still playing Cyberpunk. I I managed to uh, get through some stuff that you put up for me. I, I'm yeah doing some other gaming stuff, so I'm I'm feeling pretty good about the the state of things right now. But. Before we get more into that, how are you, and uh, what's on the show this week, sir?
1: Yeah, th- things are good. Excited to be here uh, two weeks in a row. Uh, we uh, we have a lot of industry stuff on the show, as we were discussing before we fired up the mics. Uh, we've got, uh, I mean... Uh, News that's not going to be super fun to talk about. We got lots of layoffs. Yeah, news, that just sucks to talk about, but we need to talk about it because it's a big part of the industry right now. We also, I'm, I'm curious about this conversation. We had it in the show notes last week. We just said get to it, so we'll get to it this week about uh, uh, physical uh, games and and uh, the inevitable that we knew was coming uh, is is happening. Uh, it is still going to be happening for a while, uh, but the the kind of death of the physical game is is. Uh, 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 ramping up before our eyes and so we'll talk about that uh, some uh, and see what else we get to uh, I always like the little random fun story that we probably won't talk about this week's random little fun story we won't talk about Rock Band 4 was yeah. still releasing weekly DLC until last week I had no clue I don't Think many people had a clue, Rock Band is a long time ago, uh, but was still releasing uh, DLC until last week. It, it released its last DLC, uh, weekly DLC last week. So, uh, rest in peace, Rock Band. For apparently, there's some way. Uh, that you will soon be able to use your Rock Band instruments in Fortnite of all things. Uh, that there is some crossover there, which, of course, there is because why hasn't crossed over with Fortnite at this point? Yeah. And so,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, long live Rock Band in Fortnite. Apparently,
0: here's here's the question I have. Here's, since we just got through uh, playoff <laughs> games last night, I know you probably peeked in on. Couple of those at some point. You have kids, and so I know you didn't have that. Right, to sit in it's all peak again. But but yes. uh but but that happened last night, and it occurs to me. I wonder if Taylor Swift has made it into Fortnite <laughs> at this point. I know <laughs> that's M&M, a good question. I know Eminem is in there. I know several other people have have done deals with Fortnite. I do not know if uh Taylor Swift is involved. With Fortnite, yeah, not that we care. She's just everywhere right now, um, and
1: it is the the idea of like the Fortnite concert thing that has become a thing again. I is totally outside of my wheelhouse. That's I don't, what I It do. is in our wheelhouse. Yeah. And like it is, it's gaming and music combined. Yeah, uh, but I'm just so disconnected from like that particular instance. I mean, I, you've got a little bit more of that connection with it, uh, but it's just like. The fact that there's these massive artists doing stuff in Fortnite just—it still I, doesn't see, make that's sense That's the my thing. Head. Is, it's wild.
0: I don't think they're having concerts. I think they're just doing marketing deals, which I totally they're, understand. If they are having concerts, they need to be doing that because, like I said, yeah,
1: there like there's legit concerts, like uh, like full scale, like embodied, like computer computer animated artists doing concerts in Fortnite. It's just which which
0: I would say it's nuts, but I've done that every Friday for 13 years. (laughs) And and, uh, (laughs) so, yeah, I totally understand what I'm wondering about. That is like, how many people do they have show up for that? Because like in my situation, if 60, 70 people show up, that that's a big night, you know, like most of the time it's a lot less than that. So I I wonder who, As far as players go, you know, how many players show up for an Eminem concert or a Taylor Swift concert in Fortnite? Like, I I just got to wonder about that.
1: Yeah, I'm curious, too. I'm watching right now. I just pulled up on YouTube, like, the Eminem, like... (laughs) <laughs> it's
0: I got to watch it. It's because so I didn't know it was on YouTube. I got to check that out. <laughs> yeah, um,
1: so you can go see it. So, for what it's worth, it's uh, it's there. So yeah, uh, yeah, things that we don't understand. Fortnite, Pal World, which is still like a thing, and just can't bring myself to to find out more about. No. I'm so sorry. Don't We're a gaming care. podcast. We probably should talk about it. We're not going to. Don't so, care. Uh, if you really need to hear about Pal World, go somewhere else. <laughs> so sorry. Uh, what we will talk about is a big thanks to the Patreon uh, folks. I say folks now because we have a couple of uh, uh, women that are supporting the podcast. And so I can't just say Patreon guys anymore. Uh, Patreon folks, Kevin, Jose, Nark, Duff, uh, Josh, Hector, Spider, Spencer, Kavash, Chad, Zeke, Chris, Brigham, Sam, Andrew, Louis, Lo- uh, Logan, Liz, and Jordan. Uh, thank you each and every one for your support. We appreciate it. Uh, we are excited to be back, hopefully doing this more regularly, uh, giving you guys uh, content. Uh, you bought us a game that we started playing this week, and so we'll talk about that here in just a little bit. Uh, if you would like to support us on Patreon, you like what we do, you want to send us a couple bucks, go by GamingUncensored.com, click the Become a Patron link there to uh, to do that. We would appreciate
0: it. I am so glad that you mentioned the Patreon folks because uh one thing that i'm very proud of about this show and that i talked with our buddy doug from love audio visual last week because he downloaded the show because i said hey we, we, we gave you a <laughs> shout out he downloaded the show and started listening and and uh he he's not really a gamer he's slightly older than us and uh and uh, I, I said, hey, you might not find this interesting, but one of our goals for, for this show is to sort of be entertaining to everybody, whether you play games or not, because one that's one thing that we were told way, 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 way back in the day that we <laughs> did that nobody else really did. And Merle Lafferty told us, like, podcasts aren't open like this. And. That's something that we really embrace, and so for Liz and Jordan that are out there, we're glad you're here. We hope you get something out of this, and uh, it's it's something that I really take seriously.
1: Yep, uh, for sure. Uh, we we appreciate everybody that's here. If you're not supporting us on Patreon and and just listening and hanging out, we appreciate you too. Uh, just yep. everybody that's here for whatever reason that you're still here with we us. We don't
0: know why, uh, but we're we don't. Good. We don't.
1: But we we thank you so. Thank you for being here. Uh, one added perk: uh, if you would like to, for whatever reason, see us as we do this podcast, you can find the video version of this podcast over at the Patreon for subscribers. So if that's uh, that's your thing, uh, it's there available for you. So if you don't want to see us, uh, but still want to give us money, that's okay too. You can just listen to the podcast in your chosen podcast uh, uh, feed and still give us money.
0: So so I uh, I, I was telling my buddy. Uh, Chris, that works with me during the week, uh, that we tend not to listen to the podcast after we've done them because, like, we were here. Uh, right, but the
1: <laughs> reason is there for us to listen to it.
0: But on occasion, uh, I I do uh, listen to the show. Like last week, I figured out that it wasn't up everywhere, so I texted you, and and uh, occasionally we have to do that. And and I thought to myself, if I'm gonna go through all these platforms, I'm gonna find the audio because I don't wanna watch us be us on day like that's not it. Inter- so we have no idea why you people enjoy that, but it's here. <laughs> if uh if if you want it, yeah.
1: Yes. And if you don't, we we totally understand. Uh no offense taken. So. Yeah. Uh yeah. All that said, uh we should talk about some games. Yes, so, we should. Uh, you you, you want to talk about a little bit of cyberpunk, then we'll talk about the new thing we yeah. uh we
0: started. We're we're gonna go real quick on Cyberpunk because I really don't have just a ton new. I say real quick, we may be here 15 minutes. Uh but but I'm I'm fifty two hours in at this point. <laughs> I I I got back to I have Johnny. Uh, I thank I, goodness. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I'm I'm still doing a ton of side gigs, and this is the one thing that I wanted to talk to you about because when I finally finish Act One, I I figured out that the entirety of Act One is about three missions, maybe four. Right? Yeah. And and if you do that straightforward straight through we're talking about five hours max and, and that that's really really short for a first act and so I sent you a text and I said is this is this uh, you know kind of average for the rest of the game just so I know what I'm dealing with it, it's kind of a Skyrim kind of a situation like if you mainline that you're, you're talking about six hours or or so, um, and, and so of course, your response was, "Yeah, that's that's essentially it." And so now I'm into Act Two, and I have these story missions and all of the, these things that are available to do. But I'm still doing side gigs because I'm like, if if this thing if this thing is going to be done and over with when I finally decide to you know, go go on the straight and narrow, so to speak. Um, I, I want to do as much of this side stuff as I could possibly do. And a lot of what I've been reading about the side stuff is that it's repetitive and it, it's a lot of the same stuff all the time. And I guess it is, but <laughs> the end of the day, it's fun. Like yes. it's fun to just like as an example, I did a gig yesterday where Regina wanted me to sneak into a shipyard and put a bug on some Russian's car that was sitting in a container. And, yep, and you had to, one of the odd uh, you know optional objectives was. Sneak in and out and don't let anybody see you. And I I thought, okay, I'm going to try this. And, of course, as I said last week, there are serious issues with the stealth in Cyberpunk. It just doesn't work. And so to get through this, I had multiple saves, like I would get to a point and save. And then I would I would go a couple more feet and save. And, like, you know. It's, <laughs> sure. It's one of those things that, theoretically, if you know exactly where everything is and how the guards are going to patrol and all of that, like, you could do it, you know, straight through without saves or whatever. But it, it's really not possible. And so when I'm trying to sneak uh to get to this vehicle i'm noticing all of this stuff like i'm i'm noticing all of these two or three components and guns and all of this stuff that's just sitting there and i was like well i really want to pick this stuff up but i want to get this objective done i want to see how this plays out and so i did it took probably an hour and a half, which is way longer than a 10 minute <laughs> mission should take. Cause really, sure. if you run straight through, that's, that's all it is about 10 minutes. Um, and so I got it done and hopped over the fence and Virginia look like, great work. That's awesome. I was seeing you more work. And then I thought, okay, the gig's over. It's complete. Now I'm going to go and clean these guys out. And yep. I did. Because it didn't affect that job, I went back in, stole all their stuff, and uh, I I felt really good about it. Like, (laughs) as I said last week, it's kind of got some of that Grand Theft Auto in it, in that it's really cool just to take some bad guy stuff. And, you know, and uh, so one. One thing in particular that I really like is there's a mission, a side mission early in Act 1 called Monster Hunt where you are supposed to go to the club and again, it's another one of those stealth missions where they want you to knock this guy out, put him over your shoulder, walk him out of the building, down the street, and put him in the trunk of a car, and you get some sort of bonus for doing that. And that was one of the first missions that I ever did. I have a point with this, so stay with me. That's one of the first missions that I ever did. I had no, I had you know, I hadn't put any points into anything really. I didn't. I hadn't been playing really long enough to have the net runner stuff, and so sure. it was awful. Right, it was not <laughs> fun at all. It probably took like four hours to do that mission correctly. Like I didn't have fun at all, and at that point, I was talking to you and Duff, going, "I hate this. This, this is all <laughs> like this is really bad. They, re- they, they did a really bad design job." Um, yeah, but I decided. That now I'm several more hours in, several levels in. I think I'm level 21. And I'm I'm starting to have the skills and stuff that I want. But in this mission, there was a strength check. There was a door that was locked. And there's no other yeah. way in. And it's a strength check. Well, of course, the first time I went through it, I didn't have it. So I'm like curious about something i want to see if this equipment or whatever it is sticks around if this area stays open until i get to this amount of strength that you need to pry open this door and so yesterday i decided to go back to the club i have the the appropriate stuff for the strength check (laughs) Everybody's dead because I've you know
1: I've, right. I've killed them all trying to
0: get that guy out. I walk in, walk up the stairs, get to the door that's 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 uh closed, rip it open, terminate it, grab the stuff, walk out. <laughs> the beautiful thing about that is is we're talking 40 hours later. My my fear was that I was going to go back to that, and that, that area was going to be, like, turned off because that yeah. happens in games that, you, you know, you get into act two, and some stuff just isn't there anymore. So the whole reason I tell this entire story is I really appreciate that, at least in most cases, it appears that most of the areas are there for the entire game, and so if you see something that you can't open because you don't have a string skill or a tech skill or whatever the skill is, right. it looks like you can go back to it, and I really appreciate that.
1: Yeah. For sure. There's a lot of like as much as we dog cyberpunk and, and uh, rightfully so in a lot of ways. Now, it is much better than it was when it launched. Yes. There are a lot of things like that, that like for better or for worse, like that may not have been intentional design decisions, but it makes the game cool. You know, yeah. <laughs> like there's a lot of things that you're like, OK, I like that it's this way, even if they didn't mean for it to be this way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just works out. I, I was just looking because I was curious. I'm I'm not done with Act 2 yet. I'm, I'm at okay. the tail end of, okay. of Act 2. And so you're you're catching up to me, which is good and pushing me to need to go back and play it some more. Uh, but the the genius of the game is it, you know, mainlining the, the main story, which is great. I really enjoy the main story. But it's that every time you do one of those main story quests, you know, it opens up all the branching kind of side missions yeah. and stuff that you get off of that and then chasing those downs, which to me, like I, I would say one of the, uh, things that Cyberpunk does pretty well, especially compared to a lot of other games that are similar, uh, is that it's not as repetitive. You can no. do repetitive tasks. There are a lot of repetitive tasks in the game, which I kind of generally ignore. But even like we talked about like the Cyber Psycho stuff last week, which there's a lot of those.
0: Yeah,
1: But they're different enough that they're interesting. Yep. That like you still want to do them because they're, they're different enough that each one has its own. There's one that like... I don't remember if it was a cyber psycho, if it was a different quest. Uh, but it was through like a TV station that this guy had gone nuts and like taken over a TV station and you have right. to like navigate through there. And there's like there weird yet, screens popped up cool. and stuff. It was super cool. And it's like just a side quest. And it's like, you know, it's stuff like that. That's like makes the game really enjoyable to come back to. The the bugginess and all the flaws and everything about cyberpunk totally legit, but they do the CD Project Red is is a really great uh developer when it comes to narrative and storytelling and, and cyberpunk does those things generally pretty well, even where the world at times suffer, even where the game itself still continues to be buggy, not as buggy as it was. But man, it's such a you said it last week that the star of Cyberpunk is Night City. Uh and it really is. The the characters are fine. NPCs are are not very interesting. There's not a lot of depth no. in that side of the world, but the city is just phenomenal. That the the feel of the world is so cool. Like that's enough to get me back, but the fact that they also um, do a really good job with uh, with narrative uh, makes it all that much better.
0: Right, and, and and it to me it's slightly different than some games because I'm enjoying do, doing these side gigs because I'm getting paid, and and right. ev- every <laughs> every game does that like, but but they seem to have kind of nailed it here in that I feel like I'm getting rewarded for doing this side stuff because all all of the cyberware and all that stuff it costs resources so even yeah. if you're not making money picking up these tier 3 components out of a out of a shipyard which is what I did yesterday like it, doing stuff like that and knowing that I'm gonna be rewarded when I go and see Vic, and I have the supplies to 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 upgrade, V even more, and yeah, and, and I I just I dig that that that's one yeah. thing that that uh, that uh, cyberpunk does that that Deus Ex did not do. Money was available, but it really didn't matter. You didn't have to. Pay for stuff, uh, uh, like there there wasn't really any like you had it and you could buy stuff, but like right, you didn't really need it. And and I guess that's one thing if I was gonna change about cyberpunk that I would probably adjust is I wish there was more use for the money because there's like apartments and every everything all over the place, but like, I have no need to go get another, bus. like there's, there's fast trouble points everywhere. It takes two yeah. seconds to get back to our building. Um, yeah. And so, I yeah, don't,
1: I do wish I cared more about some of that stuff. For yeah. Sure.
0: Like I don't, I don't need another apartment. I don't need 14 different cars. I don't like give me another reason to have to spend money if I'm going to do these gigs and you've got, you've got a reasonable situation and they kind of do that because I, I did the the last main story gig that I did, which I did a couple of days ago is where you go to the after. Johnny's like, we got to go to the afterlife and see rogue. And, and uh, the first thing she says is you want me to work with you. I'm going to need 15 grand. And, yeah. <laughs> and and I had it because I had done that work but I was like, okay this is the first game that I've played in a while that there's not another like, workaround. Because yeah. V actually says to the line, well, what if I don't have it? And the lady's like, well, go get it. Yeah. Um And and I, I kind of didn't like that because I'm used to you know, if you don't have the money, there's another work around or there's a way to get this person to work with you. But at the same time, I kind of dug it because you have to have the money to progress. Like you have to pay yeah. her or she's not going to talk to you.
1: Yeah, which is cool because it makes you do these other things in the game that are really valuable. And there's a lot of fun to be had there if you are, are looking for it. So
0: One uh, other I'm glad thing. you're into it. Yeah, I'm I'm having a blast. one other thing on Cyberpunk that has nothing to do with the game. Uh but I also watched through Runners this week. Uh, oh right, right. Which yes. which I I think you did back in the day when it came out. I had never got around to it yeah. cuz I knew it was going to be a while. Uh before I played the game, I did that this week and that was interesting. Um I mean, I'm trying to figure out how to put it, cause I, <laughs> cause I liked it, I enjoyed it, like it's a, it's a great, like, aside thing, like extra, yeah. something that goes into the cyberpunk world. Uh, v is not in it. She, it was, it's about another kid. Uh, but yep. some of the villains are like Adam Smasher yep. is at the very end, um, and, and I thought it was interesting. Um, I I probably would have enjoyed it more if it was less anime and more like a straight <laughs> cartoon. Um, yes. Uh, do you do you agree with that? Because like we, I both, do. That's what we we both that's what we talked lot. about
1: when we talked about it before. Uh, it in large part was I just I just don't dig anime all that no, much, and I feel like, like I I have to turn in my nerd card at least a little bit for that. Um, but
0: I it just I don't know why it's just not my aesthetic. It's just not my thing. So like I hate to say that I feel like I should be fired because we grew right up, right we grew up with uh, Cowboy Bebop and Vampire yes, Hardy and w- all that stuff.
1: Yeah. I I watched so much Dragon Ball when I was younger and like it just eh.
0: But but all of that said, we're we're old and we're not hip and we understand. Yes. We've
1: we've established that many times over.
0: It's it's not like I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it as okay, here's more of this world. And I think it sort of made me understand more of what V is. Because that's yes. what I was wondering was like, she's just this person out there, just you know, jacking things, and and like, <laughs> w- what's her reason for doing this? And yep. and the game doesn't really doesn't really specify that. And in in the in the in the TV show, like this kid David is running with a crew, and they're they're trying to to make their lives better and he gets thrown out of school and his mom dies and like, yeah. like night city is a scary, scary, scary place. And so after I watched that, I went back to the game and I'm like, Ooh, I kind of get it. Like, this is gritty. Like she's like up against the wall and, 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 you know, she's doing what she has to do. Essentially to survive, I guess. And that, yeah. You know.
1: Yeah, it did give a lot of good perspective. And I, I did really enjoy it, even if anime's not my thing. Um, it's it's worth a watch if you've played it and are not into anime. If you're into anime and have not played Cyberpunk, it's probably also worth a watch. Um, if you like both those things, you're probably really gonna dig it. Uh, yeah. it got very, very high reviews. Uh so for people who know better than I do, because I don't feel like I can accurately review anything anime cuz <laughs> it's just yeah. not my world. Uh but as as a uh casual anime person, I I thoroughly enjoyed it and somebody who enjoys the game. Uh it is really good. Uh so it's worth your time uh if you care about one or both of those things.
0: I and the other thing that I after watching that, I did a little uh uh research and found out about the guy that created this world and one thing that watching the TV show made me want to do and I haven't done it yet. It's just look around and see what other cyberpunk stuff is out there from this universe because one thing one question that I had when I got through the anime was how in the world is V not a cyberpsycho? And so I, I went like on Google and did like an hour and a half of research like what's keeping her from like going over the edge like the like two of the people in the in the thing in the TV show did. And right. there's not really a good answer but but if you google that there are like hours of Reddit discussions on on how people <laughs> yes become cyber psychos and like how they ended up in this place and why V is not, why V is able to hold it together when other people aren't. And like, there's not really a straight answer, but it's a really interesting discussion. Um, yeah.
1: and, and such a big part of that world, and, and trying to understand how that world. And there's, yeah, there's lots of theories about like Johnny being, you know, part of your uh, id or whatever that's like protecting you from going over the edge. Or, yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah. So. Lots of stuff so. there. Really quickly, just to mention uh, uh, brief thoughts on Spider-Man because we started yeah. playing Spider-Man uh, which is good. Spider-Man 2 specifically. We are not that far behind. Uh, still behind uh, but but finally got to fi- fire up uh, uh, Spider-Man 2 uh, and not played much of it just the kind of introduction segment thus far uh, but I already love it and I'm yeah. going to love it and I'm very excited to play more of it it is more Spider-Man it is it feels already a little bit more streamlined than the first one is yep. they've tightened up some control things with it not that the first one had many issues it was a great game to play this one's even better especially with the the like wingsuit <laughs> that I really dig yep. I'm gonna use that a ton uh, and then the just the the What is setting up for the ability to switch between Peter and Miles kind of on the fly I really, really am going to dig that, I think. Uh, I love the Miles Morales um, DLC, if you even call it that at this point, expansion, whatever we call that. Uh, for the first game, uh, I really like their uh, kind of uh, uh, interpretation of Miles as a character. I really like their interpretation of Peter, too, but I, I really think they do Miles well. And so I'm, I'm excited to see kind of how that plays out, obviously, with the the uh symbiote suit and, and how that starts taking over Peter and, and all that kind of stuff that we already know is going to happen. Like, I know a lot of the plot of this game and I don't even care. I'm super pumped about it.
0: I, I'm so excited and I sent you a text after I watched the first two videos because <laughs> that's part of what I did with my Saturday afternoon was sit down and watch you play Spider-Man and I can't adequately express the feeling that I gave that I had when I had finished watching it, I did two things. I texted Duff and I texted you and I told Duff because (laughs) Duff, Duff, Duff sent me a text and he was all excited about, uh, Horizon Forbidden West coming to the PC. And I was like, dude, I'm not, I'm not playing that. We already played that. It's not that good. Uh, like, I mean, it's good. But it's fantastic,
1: but we've done it.
0: Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not doing, and he was like, dude, but the gameplay and, and and I was like, yeah, I don't care. I don't have time. And, and I think I like crushed his soul or something. (laughs) Um, But, but then, but then I saw you uh, play Spider-Man and, and after watching those two videos, I immediately sent him a text because he told me about the list of stuff that he's got. Like, he needs to go back through Cyberpunk. He wants to play Starfield, all of this. And and I said, look, dude, I said, no offense, but you need to ditch Starfield. Starfield needs to go on the back burner, because that's a Bethesda game. We know what that is. It's great, but <laughs> Spider-Man's better. What I told him, my quote was, the first 20 minutes of Spider-Man, was better than the entirety of Starfield. And like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying Starfield is bad. It's not. It's a great game, but we've already talked about this. It's a Bethesda game. It's an IP game. And the first 20 minutes of Spider-Man is better than the entirety of Starfield. And, of course, he thinks I'm out of my mind. But I was like, dude, drop everything else you're doing. Go play this because it's good. Yeah. And
1: yeah. The the other thing I would say about Starfield is it's a game because it's a Bethesda game like you're saying. That's going to get better with age. Yeah. Like both Lots. in the modding community, yeah. that's going to make it better and just in its natural life cycle, there's already like uh a big like Quality of life upgrade uh, patch that's out, you know. Those are just the things that are going to happen over time with the Bethesda game. Like, I'm I'm still looking forward to playing Starfield. I'm in no hurry to play Starfield because no. I know whenever no. I get to it, it's going to be a better game than it is right now. It's kind of like Cyberpunk. Yeah, we didn't expect that with Cyberpunk. We did expect that with uh, Starfield, and so uh, Bethesda is kind of what they do. And that's nothing wrong with that. I don't care. I'm gonna play Starfield. It's gonna be great, but. Spider-Man is going to happen first because Spider-Man, it's not going to change. Well, that's Spider-Man the is a game that it is.
0: Spider-Man is like, and they're, I'm probably going to say this and then I'm going to have to eat it because I'm going to get disappointed. <laughs> but Spider-Man is a finished package. Like, right. Yes. Like it's, it's not going to improve. It's not going to get better. I I yep. I think I almost just, certainly. I think it's easily an A plus right now. Like it could fall on its face in the middle of the game, and we could hate it. But I don't think that's going to happen. And, and yes, it seems
1: very unlikely. We
0: know there's not going to be a lot of changes. It's not going to be adjusted. You know that yeah. much. Like we're
1: not waiting for the big patch,
0: right? It's a, <laughs> It is what it is. It's a finished product. Is what it is. Yes. And, and yep. like and, I just. I was trying to adequately express to him like, no, forget everything else. This is next <laughs> on your list uh, be- yeah. because it's that good. And I actually, after watching the first video and I was talking to Chris about this, i talked to several other people about this. Like, It's a Spider-Man movie. It's a Spider-Man movie that you play. Like, I'm watching the first 25, 30 minutes, and and granted, I'm a Stan Lee guy. I love Stan. I love Marvel Comics. My whole life, especially Stan Comics, and I sent you a text, and I said, gosh, I hope Stan is seeing this somewhere because (laughs) Sam would go crazy. Like this this is like, it is the best that you could possibly have in terms of Spider-Man. And, and I wish they could do that with some of the other Marvel characters because it's so good.
1: It is so good. Uh, yeah. Uh, Like cross your fingers that we get that from Wolverine. Uh, that's that's you know the next insomniac uh comic book right. game and and wolverine is is my favorite comic book character from when i'm a kid and and so like spider-man i liked when i was young uh but spider-man wasn't high on my list when i was young like i was a batman yeah, person see, i love batman i, I love i was day. x-men and and wolverine was my guy and, and x-men and so like for me the don't screw up Wolverine, like, and it's it's so different. Like, I don't know, but I, I hope they could pull it off. So, all that said, we do have show uh, notes go by gamingconsensor See what we don't get to because I'm sure there's stuff we won't get to, um, but we will get into that. Uh, and and we had mentioned before, I'm glad we had fun discussion because this discussion is going to suck a little bit. Uh, but we mentioned before. Uh, Tons of layoffs happening in the gaming industry. 2023 was a big year uh, in just sheer number of of gaming layoffs. And 2024 is already on track to surpass it. And we're less than a month in. Uh, There have been, by some counts, over 6,000 layoffs in the gaming industry thus far. The latest batch, which is what you'll see in the show notes, is about 2,000 employees from Activision Blizzard the and Xbox now that they're all together that's important to to caveat here uh this is post merger uh and so not a big maybe shock here because there was going to be redundancy. There were going to be there was going to be uh, uh, positions that already existed in one company that are no longer needed because there's another company that does the same thing <laughs> that is your parent company now, and so those things happen. Uh, but there's a bigger, you know, just general like what the industry looks like in terms of of developers shutting down, people losing their jobs, that kind of stuff. Uh, there were big layoffs at Twitch already this year. Like that's a different side of the industry, but still part of the industry. And so all that to say, this is something that's a re- reality for, for the gaming industry right now, um, as hugely, massively successful as the gaming industry is right now. And we are at an all-time kind of peak on, I, I would argue, quality. We'll just look at the games we got last year. My yeah. goodness. But also in in dollars and, and, and how uh, 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 interwoven into every part of society. Uh, the, uh, 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 gaming is. I was listening to a baseball podcast, and they were talking about POW World of all things. <laughs> you know, like it just is. Like everything is 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 everywhere. Gaming is part of of popular culture in a way that uh, it it hasn't ever been to this level, and continues to grow. And at the same time, uh, there are a lot of people in this industry that are now looking for work actively, and there does not seem to be enough jobs to get all those people work in their kind of respective places and so um uh, I, I i don't know what thoughts i have uh, uh beyond that other than i'm I'm sad for the people that lost their jobs it's a business like that was going to happen with this merger we've known this merger was going to happen for nearly two years or at least i had good anticipation this merger was going to happen for two years it, it, it's part of it but it sucks uh and, and for those people that lost their jobs really sucks
0: the longer that we do this show and uh this this year will be uh year 19 and about in about a week this show will be 19 years old i know that because i just reup the uh i just reup the uh, domain for the website <laughs> uh so on february 7th uh this show will be 19 and in those 19 years we have been blessed to meet a lot of people that are in the industry and uh, one guy in particular grew up listening to this show as yeah. a 12 year old kid, our buddy will uh, works over at riot games and uh, he posted this week uh, that they had layoffs as well. He, uh, he got to keep his job, but he's feeling bad for a whole lot of folks and uh I, I just it's a different thing when you know people who this is what they do this is their job uh, not only will but like the able gamers foundation uh we, you know we've got the warfighter engaged guys that have built controllers for me like in the 20 years that we have done this we, we we've gotten to know some industry people and yeah. this layoff stuff it is bad when you don't know anybody. It's worse when you know that you know, somebody that's out there and that is uh, struggling with this. And, and it's kind of one of those things like I need to talk to will because it's gotta be interesting to know that, you know, some folks got laid off, but he got to keep his job. Like, that's going to be hard to deal with because, you know, like, why? Like, how do yeah. you choose those people that that aren't going to get to keep their jobs? It's, it's hard on everybody. It's a tough situation. But as you said, uh, it's part of the business.
1: Yeah, it is. And that's, I mean, yeah for better or for worse like there's there's reasons that companies need to legitimately cut payroll uh and it's easy to frame every time people that there's these kind of mass uh layoff events as as corporate greed and uh, believe me i believe there is plenty of that the gaming industry and otherwise uh, there mm-hmm. are a lot of these people that probably could continue to have their jobs and ceos not have their paycheck uh affected by them having their jobs so there is plenty of that that exists but there is also just a lot of difficulties with running any kind of business. Gaming is not it, it excluded is, from that, like, regardless of how successful it is.
0: You're, you're involved in music, and there's there's layoffs in music all the time. There's studios yeah. closing. Like there's 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 it's it's everywhere. It's part of it. It's yeah. It's one of it's it's the um. Okay, how am I going to put this? Um, we we are we are and have been and of course we haven't talked about it in a couple years so your stance might have changed a little bit so I'm interested (laughs) at your your response of of what I'm about to say but for me personally I'm not going to speak for you I am still a diehard capitalist I don't think there, there is a better way to do an economy uh at at this point, and if there is nobody has showed it to me but this is the downside of of capitalism yes. this this is this is this this is the this is the part of it that kind of sucks and in my mind you gotta it's like everything else you take the good with the bad and you know it it is what it is i i i I feel like we live in the greatest country in the world that provides the most opportunity uh, for people like us, regular yep. people or people of any walk of life to come from nothing and and to succeed, which we both have. Uh, uh, it doesn't look like it at this point, but we <laughs> both essentially came from nothing. And, yeah. and and just to, just to tell a quick story there was a time in my life where my mother had to decide between groceries and shoes and and i i know uh, it was a lot the same for your family in a lot of cases and when we yeah. when we were growing up like of course we were blessed to to not know that i know that Now that I'm older and she, she has told me like there were some scary situations in there. And now neither one of us have that problem. You just adopted another son. You have kids, you're successful. Uh, I'm, I'm a single bum, but I have a good house (laughs) and a place to live. And like, like we, we are those examples uh, or two of those examples of, guys that came from nothing and uh this this country uh gave us that and I greatly appreciate that. Uh um, yeah.
1: I, I would I would second everything you said. Uh, I'm I'm still uh, a capitalist uh and also am aware of the flaws of the system yeah uh, the what's the i think it's the quote about uh democracy right democracy is the worst system except for all the other systems <laughs> like yeah. uh that's kind of how capitalism is too like it has plenty of flaws and there are lots of things and issues and, and ways that uh, we can work to make it better and and uh, all that good stuff yet i do think it is the system that provides for the most opportunity for the most people and and that's a good thing i have been very fortunate as you uh Talked about that I have a job that I love. I have multiple jobs that I love. I have a whole bunch of jobs. I work way too much, yeah. uh, but uh, I love what I do. I, I'm fortunate to get to do something uh, that is uh, a, a job that that is rewarding to me, not just making money. Obviously, that's an important part of it. And that's what I think about a lot of these people that just lost their job that they really love. Now, a lot of people that work in the gaming industry don't love their work in the gaming industry. Like every job you do, like it's not for everybody and some people aren't going to like their work. But a lot of these people that just lost their jobs were working in their dream jobs. That were people that were like, I love video games. I would love to work in the world where I get to help make video games. And then they got to. And then for a lot of these people, the vast majority of these people, through no fault of their own, Now, don't get to do that. Uh, Maybe we'll get another opportunity. But again, like 6,000 people in this industry have hit the job market. Theoretically, there are not 6,000 jobs waiting just to turn those over. Those people are going to have to go find something else to do to pay their bills, to feed their family, to do whatever. That may not be that dream job. And that's again, we're fortunate that we have the ability to do that. Well, but it doesn't make it any less sucky for those people that have to go through that. And and, and truly, my heart is for anybody that's in that situation.
0: And look, I I didn't express. I'm glad that I waited to express until we got to this. But like part of what I was going to say after after telling you all the things that I got to do this week, watch you play Spider Man, play Spider Punk, er, uh, Cyberpunk,
1: Spider Punk would be we, freaking yeah. cool. Watch <laughs> uh, Watch
0: <watched laughs> Edge Runners, and I thought this week like like I'm not I'm not working a lot. Like I, I really I'm in the situation where I kind of need to find a, another job. But right now I have time to work on this uh this show and and focus on that. And that's why it's good that we're back to sort of semi regular. I'm happy about that because it's keeping me busy. And in the midst of all of that, I thought, man, I really love this job. And I, we constantly talk about getting, getting, uh, compensated, getting paid to, to do this and, and maybe being able to do more of this and, and, and work less of some of the quote unquote regular jobs. That, <laughs> right. that that only that only happens I'm I'm not gonna say only it 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 happens more here than it happens anywhere else. Like yes like yeah we have
1: that opportunity. Yeah and that's a, a wonderful thing. So
0: yeah I I I I feel bad for everybody and uh, if you're listening I'm actually gonna uh send real message and let him know that we gave him a shout out because I I don't know that he currently listens to the show, which is hilarious. Yeah, we haven't heard from him be, for a while because he listened to the show every single week for ten years, <laughs> maybe
1: when he was way too young to be listening to some of our most inappropriate times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, which was great.
0: So I am gonna send Will an email and say, "Hey, bro, we we." we we gave you a shout out this week but we want everybody to know if you are listening and you're in that situation we're thinking about you we're praying for, for sure. you and uh if, if there's anything that we can do uh send us an email gaby okay? uncensored at gmail.com yep
1: 100 uh relatedly in the um uh world of Industry stuff, not relatedly to people losing their jobs, but in the ways that the industry changes and adapts and all that kind of stuff. A uh, uh, sh- uh, News story we had last week that we didn't get to um, that's worth talking about at least uh, for a little bit. Uh, Walmart has started to purge some of their physical games. Uh, Starfield was the one that kind of got the big press in this that they had physical copies of Starfield that said, uh, we're not selling these uh, or we don't want to sell these. These are taking up valuable space in our store when people can just go buy them digitally and and thus trying to get rid of them. There was apparently a brief moment in time that you theoretically could have gone and picked up a, a physical copy of Starfield for like 59 cents or something <laughs> because they were so marked down trying to get rid of inventory. Uh, I don't know that that happened in a lot of places, but cool if you could do that. But it all t- to bring uh to bear the, the kind of bigger industry change that we've been talking about for basically as long as we've been doing the show pretty near as long as we've been doing the show and that's the the move away from physical uh distribution into digital distribution which has manifested mostly in the way of downloads but is also becoming more and more common in in terms of streaming content uh as well now it is where we are Uh, Like we've been talking about the inevitability of this for years, and and it's not done. There's still physical games that you can go buy, uh, but they're not as common anymore uh, and are becoming less and less common and And soon I would relatively I would say relatively soon uh, we're just not going to have physical media uh, for most video game systems whatever that looks like your PC <laughs> or your console or whatever that almost everything's going to be either download or streaming as is music again uh, outside of niche markets music has become almost all download or streaming really almost all streaming with the, some downloads still existing there has ha- as has TV and movies movies uh like it just it, it is the nature of of where these other industries that are similar to gaming have gone and, and where gaming is going and so, so we are closer to that date than we have been in the past and we will be closer still next
0: week so i'm not gonna go crazy like i have previously on the show mm-hmm. uh because we have we've both gone a little nuts and this is bad and you know whatever uh and it is bad from the perspective of one of the articles that we have in the show notes. The person that wrote it pointed out, like UB is trying to get you comfortable with the fact that you don't own your games, and yeah. And one valid point that the writer of the story made was like, look, here's why I have a problem with this one of my favorite UP games of all time is not available anywhere. Uh, And the only reason that I am still able to play it is that I own a physical copy of this game. And you can say whatever else you want to say, but not every piece of content is available on... on, Even if you had every download service, you can't find everything that you want to find... And so that, to me, is, is the main argument. The other argument that I have, mainly because I've been playing cyberpunk and it's really made me think about where the world is heading and, and kind of what the situation is, because I see similarities. Like, I, I see us as a people... Going in the direction of of that, just like this technological society was, with uh, screens everywhere, and you're able to like I I don't know like I don't know that we're gonna have brain de- dances in the next ten <laughs> years, but that sure. that's certainly the way things are going. And and one thing that I uh, think about a lot. Is that you and I grew up, and I consider myself lucky, you and I grew up in an age before all of this. And so, if the internet goes down, you and I are happy because we can go read a book, we can go spend time with our family, we can play games. Like, that's like I, I pray for the day that the internet goes down because, like, the internet's down. I don't have anything else to do. So yeah. that means I can sit around and play games all day. Right. But for the vast majority of the world, if the internet goes down, it's a really big, serious problem. Right. Yeah. And, and sure. <laughs> and we're, we're getting, we're getting to that point where, we're getting to that point where i want to say point of no return where you e- either the internet is working and the infrastructure is working or it's not and the whole world's screwed like there's no in the middle there's no yeah like when we grew up like if you couldn't get uh an audio book or if you couldn't stream something, you could always go to yourself and pull out a DVD or, or whatever, yeah. or a book or whatever the, the media is that you want to consume. Like that's available. And like I, going back to the business side of things, we understand why everything's going streaming and we understand why they want, don't want to do physical copies because it's cheaper. However, especially playing Cyberpunk, I'm I'm more and more afraid of that time coming and just not being able to something um, on a large scale happening and not having access to the content that you think you own. Let's take yep. the Epic Game Store, for example. Epic gives away games every single week, and I try and get all of them. Like, I have a massive Epic library, <laughs> and I yeah. actually had the thought that this is going to be really fun when you're finally retired and, and uh, when we actually have time on our hands. We've got more games than we could ever... Way for the rest of our lives. Right now, yeah. if Epic or Steam or Insert Sort here doesn't wake up and decide someday, okay, you don't own these games anymore.
1: Yeah. That
0: that that to me is a little scary. And I know I know where you are you are in this, I think, because you work in an industry. Like I said, that it's been going this way for quite some time, and it's not going back and and I think you have please well, tell me if I misspeak, but I think you've gotten to the mental uh conclusion that it it is what it is, and that yeah. that's just the way it is but but like the idea that I have libraries and libraries of game of games that somebody could just wake up and flip the switch and I don't own those anymore after I've spent, I don't really care about Epic so much because I didn't pay for those. Right. So yeah. if I lose those, I'm not too worried about it. But if I lose my steam library or another library that I've paid a lot of money for, to me, that's the problem.
1: Yeah, I agreed. I uh, I think there's a big difference there in the kind of understanding of, did you pay for a service or did you pay for a product? Where you pay for a product, there's an expectation that you should have access to those in perpetuity. And that's not guaranteed. And no. you just have to deal with that, uh, that that's not a guarantee. And and be okay with that. It's maybe not the right word, but come to an understanding that that's true. Uh, if it's like a streaming platform or something where you're getting, you know, the free Epic games and they decide to take that away from you, like, eh, you know, like it could suck, but you, there's, you, you you don't have much room to say much about that because you're paying for the service, not for the individual products. And that's where, um, uh, you get, I think a, a, a disconnect. Uh, like I think about max HBO max, uh, like pulling good content. Like there was a story that the, the series Watchmen, the, the HBO oh, yeah, series Watchmen, yeah. was going to be pulled for Mac. Thankfully, it didn't end up being pulled. But there's other thing. I'm trying to remember. There was another really good one that was like, oh, no, they pulled that. Why would they pull that? Like, that's a... And, and it's just cost-cutting. Like, there's a reason that financially beneficial to not have that content available versus having it available because of royalties and licensing Servers. and all those things. That's yeah, one, one
0: thing that people don't understand. I, and I say people. I mean, like, kids that you teach uh because you you're the one that's dealing with 21 20 20 19 year old kids uh all the time that i don't think they have any concept that servers cost money and and for a person to be able to stream music or download or whatever somebody has to pay for that server and so, the, I I think part of the reason that this that this bothers me the way it does is that I know what server cost is. You know what server cost is. We have a server for this show, and our server cost for the year went up. It's not cheap, and and yeah. I I think that's a part of the issue with with uh. A lot of the world these days is they don't understand the costs associated with these services.
1: Absolutely. And 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 it's part of it. And you just again you kind of have to buy in to, to what that is in this world. It it just is where it's going. And so do you care about having physical games? Go buy your physical games on your console that you still have to combine them. I I just honestly, I haven't bought a physical game and I couldn't even tell you when. Right. Um it's been a long, long time, and, and it just isn't the way I consume games anymore. It's not the way I consume music. I do buy physical music every once yeah. in a while. Uh, and you I buy have that a on-
0: nice record collection, which I'm I, I meant to tell you this. Yeah, my that's one of the uh, my my niece who is a uh, junior in high school at at Emerald High where I live. Uh, what she wanted for Christmas was a vinyl. Of a nice of a country singer, I think it was Luke <laughs> Bryan. But but she sent me a link and she said, "I want this." And so I have a niece that that is actively buying music on vinyl, and I thought that that's awesome. Like that, yeah, is, I love that. That's very cool. Uh, so you also have a nice record collection. I have yep. several records myself, and. And I've told my mother that when she's not here anymore, I'm taking her records. Uh,
1: yeah. C- and it's it's a fun way to listen to music, but it's not the way I listen to music 99% of the time. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, and that's, you know, I like having a physical uh, copy of an album that I love, but I'm going to listen to almost everything on Spotify. Uh, and that's, you know, games are still not that exactly. I don't stream every game I play or uh, or get it off of Game Pass even if I get to download it. Uh but uh th- it's moving that direction and it's going to become more and more that thing and and it's inevitable. Like again, we could we could have issues with it and and rightfully so and we can complain about it. But if we're going to stay playing games in this industry which we are, we also just kind of have to buy into what the industry is going to look like uh for better or for worse.
0: Yeah. All that
1: said, uh, go by the show notes, GamingUncensored.com. There's, of course, stuff we didn't get to. Also, my camera got wonky. I don't know if it... No, we're good. It corrected itself,
0: so we're good. Yeah, it
1: froze up for a little bit. So if there's any issues with the video on Patreon, apologies. Uh, For that, if you would like to see the video on Patreon, go by GamingUncensored.com and click Become a Patron. Uh, Nice way to get one more plug in there for the Patreon. Uh, But otherwise, go by GamingUncensored.com, look at the show notes, see what we didn't get to. Really quickly on releases, always like to mention releases. uh, Like a dragon, Infinite Wealth. This is one of those series uh the yakuza world that i bet we would be into if we ever had time to get into it but we don't uh the newest one is out 89 on metacritic uh and then uh what we used to be into which i haven't been into for a long time uh but used to be into tekken 8 just released has a 90 on metacritic apparently tekken 8 is very good uh i have a buddy i used to play um uh Tekken with when I was like, we in played high some Tekken
0: back in the day. Like
1: we did. Yeah. Uh but I bought a group chat with this buddy uh who still plays Tekken and, and loves this new game. And so uh apparently it's good. And and coming from somebody who's been playing Tekken for 20 years, uh whatever it is at this point, um it's apparently pretty good. So if you're into Tekken, uh new Tekken out and, and
0: apparently pretty good. That that's awesome. I'm I'm uh I re- despite everything that we said for the last half hour, I really like where things are right now. The, I mean the fact that we for sure the fact that there's a tekken game out there that is a ninety, like like <laughs> I, I would have when I was a kid I would have never like Tekken games are good. They're not nineties. Like yeah. that that's 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 an amazing thing and yeah. uh, i i'm i'm really have like i've had that the uh the line that all the bad guys have in cyberpunk where where the, when they attack you every, almost every encounter you hear somebody say i love this job and, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and that that line has been ringing in my head all week because i got to watch you play spider-man and <laughs> I've been playing Cyberpunk and watching anime. Like I love this job. Yeah, and uh, yeah. It, it, I, despite everything that we just talked about, like I, I don't. Uh, I'm I'm glad we're here. And yeah uh, me too. Yeah, it's it's a good situation to be in. Uh he needs to wrap because he's looked at his watch like 18 times, <laughs> which would mean somebody needs him. So quite uh, possibly. So yeah, we, we we need to get out of here, but uh we are planning to be back next week. Go by GamingUncensored.com and check out what we missed because we did. We'll probably get to more of it next week because uh that's lot, how it's
1: kind of been working lately. A, a
0: lot of what was on this week's show was also on last week's show. <laughs> right. We didn't get to. So uh, go by there. Check that out. Uh, go by the Facebook page uh, and uh, hang out with those guys because those guys are great over there. Go by the Patreon if you're not a Patreon member. Uh, third time in as many minutes. Patreon's important. Uh, Patreon helps us to pay for the show. Uh, And I actually got a request from Logan and several other people on the Facebook page to take pictures of the rig and and the new setup and all of that. We're not going to do that until the new setup is complete. And that is where our buddy Doug at Lubbock Audiovisual comes in. I'm supposed to meet with him this week to, to start uh, working on that pro- process of getting the game room completed. So when that's done, uh, we are going to take pictures. Uh, Tommy is going to be here. There's going to be lots of video, lots of stuff. So yeah, you're definitely going to want to be involved with Patreon if you're not over there yet. And, Hey, guess what? We don't we don't mention this, and this is the worst marketing ever. Uh, but but most of the stuff that's on Patreon eventually becomes visible to everybody. So yes. if you don't have if you don't have a, a few bucks to throw us, we understand that. Uh, eventually, most of the content on Patreon becomes available to everybody. So everybody can enjoy it. Uh, like I said, worst marketing ever. Uh, <laughs> but but that that is what it is. So even if you don't have a few bucks to give us and just want to go over there and hang out, you can do that too. Um yep. Anything else, sir?
1: I think we're good.
0: All right. I'm Jamie. That's Tommy. For one more week, we are gaming on Twitter, and we are out. Would you like to submit a segment for the show? Send it to GamingUncensored at gmail.com And don't worry, we'll play just about anything. Gaming Uncensored